Brandon. Hey, Alan. And welcome to Dice Over Everything. So we've been sitting here building a bunch of armies to see how much they cost. And I guess mm -hmm. to figure out the points values, you start punching things into your phone. Yep. But on that note, that's not always how we've done it. Yeah, it's actually really, really easy to do. I, I, I pulled up uh, Battlescribe, which mm -hmm. is this free thing that I downloaded off the internet. Yep. And I was able to make my army list in like 20, well, I not don't know. Very, very short. Much I, faster than that. Like as uh, you like, added stuff to the cart. Oh, that's true. Stuff I to added the, stuff mm -hmm. to the cart and then it was like, I don't know, five seconds. And I went to the, that unit and I built that unit. And yep. added its options, and I was like, oh, okay, so I still need 300 more points for mm -hmm. this army to be completed. But let's say you were doing that like 15 years ago, you would have to pull out the codex and just start I'd flipping pages? I'd have to buy the codex oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> as well. Uh, and then after that, I would have to go uh, look at the section, then cross-reference it with the points, uh, and then... Then write it down on a sheet of paper. Write it down on mm -hmm. an actual sheet of paper. And then maybe get a calculator, because we're talking about adding up to 2,000 here, and not just like... Counting yeah, on your fingers. But we didn't use calculators. No, back we didn't then. use. Remember, them. we were children, so our math was good. We were right in that like prime mathing age, mm -hmm. where arithmetic it, it came was, easy. It was part of nerd cred too. You're like, calculator, <laughs> what? That's for. I don't need that. That's for school. Yeah. Uh huh. So it's clear it's much easier now, but like yeah, things that, things have changed, man. Technology, mm -hmm. even uh, in this game that even in these games that are are uh, exciting and and. And engrossing because specifically because they're not uh, what do you call it technology chock full of technology. Yeah, you're you're creating the thing yourself. You're not just like mm -hmm. living in the computer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you it, the technology has still helped it become better. So, are there any games you play now that still need to like bring out the pen and paper to write down your army that you can think of now? Uh, I'm trying to think of them. There aren't too many. Need to, mm -hmm. but there is one that I still do. Yeah. Uh, Frostgrave? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I write it down in a spreadsheet I mean, online so that I never lose it whenever I go to the game store so I, I don't have to worry about, oh, forgetting my army list and being screwed. So that one, though, they have an, like, they have a, an army sheet. So you're basically filling in the blanks. You're not sort of starting with a blank sheet of paper. I use a spreadsheet oh. that I made myself. Okay. With multiple sheets that reference other other but, sheets to fill in all the information I needed. Uh -huh. But most people would go and just download the army sheet they provide and then write everything in there. I'm not most people. Yeah, well, <laughs> But I don't, actually don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, that's true. When by people... the way, uh, our topic today is... Army building tools? Army yeah. building tools and technology that helps you game better. Yeah, because like we said before, I think it's become much better now. Yeah, and well, the question is, have we progressed too far? Maybe, maybe not. We can we can go there later, but just like mm -hmm. back to the old school part of it, mm -hmm. like I guess you're saying with Frostgrave, a lot of people we play Frostgrave with actually don't print out those sheets. I yeah. I don't know why because it's really easy to do. They just show up with a pen and paper and just start writing things down. Because actually, mm -hmm. one of the coolest things I saw is this guy has um, a notebook. And then he writes down his army lists and what happened during the game. And it also almost becomes like a, a journal for mm -hmm. the wizard. Because Frostgrave is about a bunch of wizards yeah. who, who go out and try and search for more magic, uh, more magic and, and magical items in the dead city of, of Frostgrave. So I feel, felt like if you write it in a notebook, especially if it's like one of those full leather bound things, yeah. it just feels so thematic and kind of sells the, the entire experience. Yeah, on the back of my army sheet, because like the, there's three pages that you fill in. with You've got your spell sheet, you've got your wizards on the front, and you've got your army on the third page. Uh -huh. So on the back of it for the entire campaign, mm -hmm. I just sort of keep track of what happens every game for who oh, yeah. casts what spells. Like who killed what mo like what monsters got killed and never mm -hmm. erase it for the whole campaign. It's it's very small writing, but the whole the whole thing is the whole there. Thing is, yeah, so yeah. I, that 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 is almost to me the argument for the opposite of these ar army tools. It's if it sells that kind of feel, yeah, then I feel like that's a it's a fun and cool way to kind of go about tracking your game as opposed to all of these tools that we have right now. Like it's a what. There's give and take, basically, right? Mm -hmm. um, but if I was just being practical, 
that's not practical. <laughs> Writing no. in a book and like rewriting who your army guys are and who's still alive every, and what your update the every update time you sh- guy is. Every yeah. time you show up, you have to write new things down. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you're going to do a lot of repetition if you want to keep like your current army roster of who the, those guys are yeah. and how good they are. Uh, especially if they have injuries or things like that or got new items, you got to to lay that down. Whereas what I actually do, even though I think that's super cool and it would be super thematic. Uh, and it would be a nice um, documentation of the uh, battles that you've had. Uh, um, I still just keep it in a spreadsheet on my on my on phone. phone. Mm-hmm. So literally, I'm always carrying my phone around, right? Uh, my personal computer. Um, and so I will never... And it's on the cloud, right? It's on a Google spreadsheet. So literally, I just have to show up with my models, and I don't have to worry about forgetting my book, and I'm ready... Th- Right you don't there. have to bring pencil. You don't have to bring paper. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then if I want to work on the list, I can like, like, uh, in Frostgrave, there's things you can do in between games. I can literally be on the subway and just you know updating all of those kind of things on my phone. You at can the time. you can buy new guys. You can move your items around. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just filling out that spreadsheet. Even though actually technically the spreadsheets on mobile are terrible. There's not enough room to, to write. No copy but and paste and enough. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess it's, like that. You'd say that's the only game left that you're really doing much like tracking with your own tools? Nope. No. Okay. No. What what other games are you tracking with your own tools? Uh so there's another game, uh Lord of the Rings, Battle Companies. Yep. So that's not the army army uh sized game of Lord of the Rings. Um, but there's a Battle Companies version, which is, again, like Frostgrave, a kind of skirmishy, like, you, know, you have, like, 6 to 15 guys, and you have to track, you track them as they, they start off very simple, but then you track their progression as they upgrade and get better, and they get more experience and stuff like that. And so, I also use sheets for that, because, I don't know. So it's another it's very kind of story-driven game? Yeah, it's a story-driven mm-hmm. game, which is almost why I want that sheet. And then the other thing is, um... Yeah, I don't. I guess that's. Oh, it's very simple to start out because mm-hmm. a lot of these times with these kind of campaign games, the guys that you start out with, they are not super complicated to write down on a sheet. They have very simple stat lines. Yes, they have very simple not, weapon loadouts. Exactly. You're not tweaking your army list because usually, oftentimes, you just start out with that, right? And the number of tweaks you can do at the beginning is, is minimal. Mm-hmm. And it's only as you play, as you write extra things down on your sheet. Like this guy got, I don't know, uh, an, an extra, a new sword. Or he got this a new experience ability. So he's able to, he's, he's become a better scout. Right? Yes, you're not swapping things in and out constantly. Yes, exactly. You're not trying to tweak things. You're not trying to remove, I don't know, three or five points here to, to put something else back in and then you say oh I don't like that I want to do that right every single change that you do to these campaign guys because it's usually through a campaign system it's permanent mm-hmm. right so you just write it down and it's it stuck there uh, oftentimes they're semi-permanent if it's an injury or something like that right but it's it's become a scar on that guy right even if it's not permanent you will have felt the effect of that thing happening to that person yeah <laughs> so you're not constantly tweaking not trying to undo things if you know what you're I'm not trying to say. min-max the army it just exactly. thing, things happen and you just keep track of them you don't you can't choose one way or the other so much yeah so when I'm writing something down it feels permanent and that works fine for a sheet yeah except that I was out with my friend the other day to play Lord of the Rings Battle Companies and I forgot my sheet and I didn't have it on my phone because it wasn't in a spreadsheet. So I literally, like, we literally couldn't had play to... with that that army. And uh, I had to like roll up a new one. Oh. And and side side note, like his army was experienced, my army was fresh because there's supposed to be rules to balance that out. Yeah, the balance didn't, didn't do work. it. <laughs> no, I got like crushed three times in a row. Oh well. And oh, actually, that's not necessarily true. The middle game, I I could possibly have made it. Except when you're fighting against like a, a advanced army with guys that have like cavalry and super good at fighting, it's it's bad times when you only have six guys. Oh, that yeah, yeah. So I think there's like an in between step between going full like onto the computer and just having like basic mm-hmm. paper, and I'd say that's using cards. 
that like when we started with War Machine, we're like, oh my god, mm-hmm. these card things. This is so this is so advanced to keep track of our army, That's where you true. can just it was advanced. Yeah, for the for its, it's time, it was quite good, advanced. In fact, it's still good these days, depending on what you're doing, to mm-hmm. use a card, right? It's very because if you have very detailed units mm-hmm. and you've got a lot of them on the board, mm-hmm. like looking at them on your phone or looking at them on the computer, you have to like scroll through so many of them. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you've got everything laid out in front of you, it's like having a whole bunch of tabs open up on your web browser. Nice. You just pull up that individual one, yeah. you flip it over, and for just tracking things, you can yeah. track multiple things at once without having, without having to switch back and forth between them. If, like, if someone wants to know how much health this unit has, mm-hmm. you don't have to be like, okay, I'll go look for it. It's, like, it's right yeah. there, it's right in front of you. You can look across the board and see what your opponent's got. That so it's is not actually hidden. one of the biggest things, is yep. that you can easily pass your... Uh, what you're looking at and your your guys to the other person so that they can see what it is. Yeah, if they want to see the stat lines, if Whereas they want to see its health. if it's like on mm-hmm. your phone, you're going to have to pass your phone for and them to look at it. And then you can't look at the other pieces because there's only one phone. Uh-huh. And the other thing is, you know, phones lock. <laughs> and that, you have some yeah. sort of lock that's like, oh, sorry, it locked in the middle. And back to War Machine, that when they first came out with War Room, there was a bit of an issue where it would just... What's War Room? War Room is the, war, the army builder that... Privateer Press originally came out with ah, for yeah. their, for their, for War Machine. Oh yeah, and, they have and yep. it was terrible for various reasons because it would drain yep. the battery quickly. So That's your, what I was about to and say. And it would yeah. crash, so people's phones would die often. And the rule yeah. was, if it crashed and you didn't know what the information was, you lost the game. Really? <laughs> yes, that it was. was. Their it ruling? was. That was the official ruling. And War Machine is a super tournament-heavy game, so yep. like using, <laughs> losing because your app crashed, which it was really buggy. Not a good time. Very harsh. So much RAM. Yeah. yeah, so uh, one thing I w- did want to say about like flipping tabs, just um, for on your phone, uh, things have changed actually, even in that realm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we'll get to get there, but like if even like five, ten years ago, the ability for someone to write a good uh, application, web application, to look at at uh, army stats or any kind of things, especially when you have a lot of dense information that you're trying to flip through, mm-hmm. it was hard to do well uh, on the mobile on a mobile device mm-hmm. um, because people weren't thinking about that. So I'm I'm a software developer by, by trade, right? And I I've seen the ability and the kind of um, just the thinking and the technology that's grown up around that. The tooling has made it so much easier now to actually do exactly what. Uh, cards do well yep. on your phone. Like the, like you have a list, and in some ways it ends up being better because uh, you can have a list of guys and then you press a button and it'll pull up that card and you can see all that information. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, it's not just the software, like on the websites, it's the, um, it's the phone, the, te- the hardware as well because the phones are so much the screens are bigger and the, the screens mm-hmm. are so much bigger you can put so much more information on it and it's it's the ability to write a good uh, application on a phone uh, has changed so much yep but let's go back to just the card aesthetic before we get fully into the future of army building tools and things like that that we are currently living in yeah because the cards can be done a whole bunch of ways like going back to war machine yeah like you literally mark the damage on the cards as well i still like that too. which which means you don't have to like flip between anything mm-hmm. like you if you were doing it on your phone you have to pull up the phone then go uh-huh. to that individual unit whereas if you've just got like a dry erase marker out or mm-hmm. maybe even you could have tokens too mm-hmm. but on those particular cards you just Mark it right on the cards. That's the one thing erase. with cards mm-hmm. is that you can, depending on the number of cards, if it's not too many, you can literally yep. line them up mm-hmm. while you're playing. And now you have, it's like having a phone that is 12 inches wide, right? You can fit a lot more units, a lot more tracking on 12 inches of phone. Like mm-hmm. if you had a 12 inch phone, like 12 by 3 inches phone, you could track all of those things on your phone. Yep. But you, people don't have that. No, that's a tablet at this point. Yeah, it's a tablet. And you don't tablet. really want to carry around a tablet. You don't want to carry around a tablet, exactly. And the tablet's a bit square, so oftentimes mm-hmm. uh, when we're playing war games... It's not a good... There's no good p- place there's to no put good it. There's no good place to put it because they're too mm-hmm. big. Yep. They're too wide. Whereas, uh, especially in, in a lot of war games, you might have like a, I don't know, five or four inch... Uh, line on your table edge it's at the back of the deployment zone so you don't really put stuff there Mm -hmm. and you can line a bunch of cards that work great right and i guess this is (laughs) it's kind of interesting when you think about how people actually play games how something like uh 
the size of tables ends up mattering for what is the best way to track things, right? Okay. Like, just because of the fact that uh, you, if you want to play on a 3x3 three three board... There's no space left on the board, probably, no, for th- to put items. But it might mean that there's more space left on the actual, like, table the board's been placed on mm-hmm. to put things on the side, so... Yeah, so it's, it's possible. Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely true. If you have a 3x3 three three board, you could maybe have a tablet, because most people might play on a 3x4 table. Mm-hmm. You can place your tablet on the side, and then maybe you could, depending on the units, you could track everything on a tablet even better than a bunch of cards on the... On, uh, laid out. Yeah, but when you've got a four by four table, it's probably taking up the entire table at that point. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. And I guess then the thinness actually matters where you're putting it on the very edge of your table. Yep. I guess with cards, you can also just put cards right on or tokens right on the cards as well, rather than having to like take the token and put it all the way over on the guy on the battlefield and keep moving it around with him. Mm-hmm. Now you've got like a permanent thing. It's on the table, so you your opponent can see it, you can see it, yep. and you just put the tokens on the card, like say in Gaslands, mm-hmm. where you build up like. Or maybe back to X-Wing, where you build up, like, stress. Well, well, you put those on the board there. Those you actually put next to the guy in Uh X-Wing. But in Gaslands, you sort of build up... You you have your, like, what are your upgrades and stuff like that, and missiles, and you track that on your card. Yes, you actually write those directly on the card. I mean, you could use dry erase. So the Mm -hmm. new new version of X-Wing... Oh, X-Wing. Okay, I was talking about Gaslands. All right, yeah, yeah, Mm X-Wing. You played it, what, once or twice? But you track the number of, of... uh, the damage tokens mm-hmm. and the damage on the card you don't you don't tra- you don't have that follow the guys around on the board yeah like their stress tokens and their focus Ooh, that game is mm-hmm. actually pretty good we should we should play it every once in a while yeah like the whole like not anything more than four five and six right because really there's no other star wars i think there's no. as many times no. besides no, K- no k-wings no no that shit. i don't know what a k-wing is what Good. are you saying i didn't watch those movies i actually. guess it would be interesting I, to have a k-wing i only know of k-wings but there's only a b and y and x oh you think i watch you I think i watched the first three movies <laughs> no i watched the first one what what the k-wings from later i don't, I don't know, know what a k-wing is okay oh. <laughs> i only know there's a k-wing because i think they sold I, they sold yeah, that. i only know it from the X-Wing, X-Wing miniature game. Miniatures yeah, game. same thing. Like, I, where is this from? Oh, I think I saw it. Oh, maybe it's from a comic. Uh, okay. Anyways, and now I feel like I should watch more of the movies. No. No? Oh, yeah. We're, we're recording this right when uh, that new movie came out. When What's The Last Jedi? Again? No, no nope. not The Last Jedi. It's called The, one after the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yes. Which apparently... The question is, is that one worth... Uh, uh, no, no spoilers. But it, it seems... I'm very skeptical. Let's just leave it at that. The reviews have been skeptical. What yes. I'm skeptical about is whether it will be worth $17 to make fun of it a lot. Because... <laughs> the Last Jedi, I did have a good time. Yeah. I laughed a lot. The Last Jedi was worth making fun of for $17. It was, it was amazing. I got my money's worth. Yeah. And it's one of those... Yeah. One of those movies where... Uh, Right at the very beginning, things are so ridiculous and nonsensical that you kind of know what you're set up for, mm-hmm. right? When he, when Poe starts making cheesy cell phone jokes at the very beginning of Star Wars, and then you have World War Two esque bombers. Oh yeah, yeah. going when they already had Y wings that shot torpedoes, and you're like, okay, we're in space. Whatever. We're gonna this need is... to use this gravity-ish <laughs> mechanism to push them down. Anyways, yeah, with a button that apparently the pilot doesn't have connected to his panel, you mm-hmm. have a second guy who has a a button that's not even like not that's just on a handheld. Yeah. It's, it's a remote device. It's not literally attached to anything. Mm-hmm. And this she is not, needs to press that button. Yeah, this is not Battlestar Galactica either, where you're like, well, we don't want the Cylons to take over our missile base, so we're just going to like make it operated by the lever. No, it's not. Or it's not that world. Back. It's not even a lever. It's remote. Mm-hmm. I know. That button that she pressed was not attached to anything. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was also a cell phone joke. <laughs> just or, a different type. Or garage door. Oh, I dropped joke. my cell phone. Mm-hmm. Crap. Yes. It's terrible. So back to the cards. I guess on the Gaslands cars, mm-hmm. like oh, so maybe back to the X-wing. The like the whole bookkeeping part of X-wing is really good. I think that just between what you show on the table, what you show on the cards, mm-hmm. and then when you upgrade your ships in X-wing, it's literally yeah. just more cards. So you don't have to write anything on the cards. You don't have to write anything down that's, ever. That's right. So the whole bookkeeping that game like is great. I feel like there was way too many upgrades. They oh, went yeah. crazy on the upgrades because I feel like they tried to sell the game more using the card upgrades. Yeah, it was and a way to sell people new models they didn't need mm. by just giving you cards. So, 
Yes. They made money. Whatever. So I don't know. Is that a that's both a good and bad thing with the card system? Yeah. <laughs> Technology. You, you can take you can it too make far. More money. Uh-huh. You can you know yeah it can be too much, but at the same time you can make more money despite that because you're selling the the updates on cards. But then you're, here's the question: When you have so many upgrades on those things, now when you would want to let's say build your army, I guess we've been beating around the bush for a while. Yep. When you want to build an army where these all these options and you're trying to tweak it, and let's say you're you have a hundred points and you're trying to make the most optimized army with a hundred points, but you can swap in things of different point value. And you've you've got like over a hundred ship cards. You've got. 250 upgrade cards you now have to shuffle through them all to find them yeah so at some point yeah it becomes unwieldy so maybe at a certain point writing on the cards actually makes kind of a bit more sense for building the army Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. an app Uh uh-huh yeah use an app because an an app is the same the kind of thing where um like I said, the very like we we're talking about uh, with Battlescribe at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Even though there are some UI issues with the app, like it's it's I, I shouldn't bash it too much. It's like a community made like free app that no one's making money on. Why would they spend so much time to fix all of the uh, UI issues? Mm-hmm. Um, but an app can be really really easy depending on how you make it. You to add tweak items tweak points to add to your list see the information of of who you're going to uh put in that list and i know we bashed um war War machine war room Mm -hmm. a lot but why don't we talk about the apps that we think are that are really really good that make these games so much easier to play okay all right so i guess we probably talked enough about cards yeah. Guess, oh, did you have anything else you want to talk about? I guess cards? there is Sorry. Malifaux as well, where you really, yeah. where you just don't have that many options to yeah, change your guys. Guy, it's just yeah. one loadout. You put the card down, you're good to yeah, go. So you're, right. you're actually so, choosing guys. So in that way, the and card then you have like mm-hmm. one or two or three upgrades. Yeah. That's it. So in that at that point, like using the cards is very manageable because like it's yep. it's nowhere near X wing where you've got to like go hunt for things. Mm-hmm. It's just you put the cards down, you go. Yeah, and I. Uh, they they just changed the third edition, so you have a pack of cards. You can buy them and play them. And they increase the size of the cards as well, yep. just to make it easier to read. But here's the thing: mm-hmm. when I want to build a Malifaux list, yep. do I take the cards out and try to line those numbers up to to fill fill my army? No, because you've got because nope. you want to keep track of your army between games as well. So and I want to tweak it. Yep. And when I do that, they actually have an app to do that now. Yeah. So that's and if you're buying the models, you're like. How many points is this model? What abilities does it have? Like to know if you want to buy the model. Have you seen the the, the Malifaux app? No, I've not. It's actually decent. Mm-hmm. It actually um, because the new Malifaux thing, all of their cards are free to download, right? So on their app, it's free. Yep. And literally, it downloads the images of the cards that you're looking at. So I think we might have talked about this before, but having like being able to update the points of units means that when things become broken in the game, it gives the game makers a way to sort of rebalance things rather than be like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess our game is broken. This is just going to be terrible for the players. Like, okay, we can... Everyone's going to use this unit now yeah. because it's super good. And it's bad for their sales too because mm-hmm. like they can't sell the whole product line anymore. So yep. for them, it's actually good to be able to keep updating the points. Mm-hmm. So having the cards... Oh, this not- guy sucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we make the unit better, people will buy it. Well, now. if we just cut the points by 20% <laughs> and people will go out and buy it. 200% more of them. Yeah. Yeah, so it's more profits for them. It's better for the gaming. I don't know if we've talked about the whole topic before, but, like, that's... It comes down to being much better for the game when, if like, if you get the cards mm-hmm. with the model, yeah. as War Machine used to be, uh-huh. and, well, it still is, but now they have ways of downloading them, they would just, like, the game would become broken. It would just... The cards would be stuck. Yeah. So, as you said, having downloadable like, Malfo, what they've moved to, is, is a much better system. Uh, yeah, and I think they're still updating the cards because it's nice to have uh, the physical cards, right? Yeah. Like, just the physical nature of the cards. Well, and uh, if you again, don't... Again, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the reason why we play uh, miniatures games is because it's not digital. So being able to download the cards or, sorry, print out real cards is definitely a plus. Um, but the app, when, like I said, when I'm building an army, it's just... Yep. It's just so much easier to go through and say, okay, these are the armies that I need. And then you also, in the actual army builder, it also tells you how many points you have left, what are you missing, it does what all are the things math that are available, mm-hmm. right? These kind of things help you 
uh, build that army. And then if you want to see what the details are, you click on it and it pulls up the card. And you, so can, you can actually see, oh yeah, this one works well with this other guy when you're, when you're doing it. It's, it's actually uh, really useful. Yeah. And even like Battlescarb where... Um, which is for Warhammer 40,000 and it's actually generic so you can it works for a bunch of different uh, army games um, the options are, are, are there it's it's still easier than what we did back in the good old days where we had a sheet and just mm -hmm. like said oh I want to add a I don't know a plasma pistol mm -hmm. oh no I now I don't have enough points. I gotta cross out this plasma cross pistol. Well, some... oh, you have to add the plasma pistol. Then you have to cross yeah. out something else somewhere else. Yeah, and then I'm like, you know what? Actually, I want to cross out this plasma pistol and put this other thing in. Mm -hmm. Right? It's so much easier just to have an app. And with the program, you can save your army as well. So you're like, oh, okay, maybe this new iteration of the army I wrote not as good as the previous one. So I'll just go load up the old one. Yep. And you didn't lose any time going and re-adding and everything else. Yep. <laughs> and one of the big things, like you mentioned, is that. Uh, let's say I build an army but points change when I load that army it will tell me oh yeah points change maybe your army is illegal now yep. whereas if I had just written it down I don't know yeah pretty much <laughs> maybe maybe uh, that's, that's another thing where technology has actually really helped that is that nowadays because everyone's not everyone but so many people are on the internet um, the idea of uh, games that are constantly updating are getting updates points are changing like a lot of most games that are, are long living are doing that now right yeah because with video games people start getting used to that where they would have yeah. to do like one one faction would get unbalanced because when you have massive online multiplayer games uh -huh. or you've just got certain like builds that become too good they're like yeah. all right the video games had to like work through this first yep and then things. and the miniatures games are just like oh, okay this people seem to be okay with this and they adopted it yeah and well it's and also it, because it's easy to to distribute uh distribute the updates right mm -hmm. so nowadays uh you can just say oh just go online go to and download this new pdf it has these changes to these points levels so let's say a um I don't know, orcs are now too good, yeah, right? Well, we, we can make them slightly more expensive, and Primaris are not good enough. Yeah, because well, we'll you, you don't have to have a huge budget for that. Like, you don't have to hire software developers. You can just be like, okay, I wrote this PDF mm -hmm. online on, like, a free... Yep. On a free... Word, yeah, for free Word software. Yep. And then you turn it into a PDF. And you, Google Docs, and you, I guess, yeah, and just do you, that. You make a Google Doc. Yeah, we played Dropfleet mm -hmm. Commander right before it quasi-died. Yeah. I guess it's it's alive again, maybe. It's like... It's dead. It's in, in stasis, <laughs> I guess. It, it's dead to us, but yeah. uh, a lot of other people are, you know, there's maybe there's maybe a second coming. But, but my point is, when mm -hmm. they initially released the rules they had a book and because they hadn't spent enough time balancing it there were a whole bunch of balance, balancing issues with uh, the units as printed in the book so it was like what six months later they're like oh let's just release a rules update that uh, balances uh, rebalances all these things and it was literally just a what was it just a word document with not even a, not even turned to a PDF. <laughs> I think it would turn, was yeah, turned into a PDF. Okay, it was a word document turned into a PDF. Yep. But it literally had no styling. It had no header, and it's mm -hmm. just like you just knew because it came. It was hosted by the Dropfleet Commander guys that this was actually an official thing. But honestly, it, was probably, it would probably be easier to use than the whole original rulebook because you would no longer have to flip through one unit per page. Mm -hmm. You now just go to the spreadsheet. Here's the cost for all your units, and it's even more convenient than it was before. They didn't do that. No, they didn't. Oh, they didn't have an app. I'm not, I'm not talking about an app. I'm talking about the original book. You'd have to flip every page to see the point value for every unit because mm -hmm. they'd have art and everything on every page unique to each unit. Mm -hmm. But now if they just put out a PDF with all they the current points values, they didn't. No. What did they it put was, out? They put out rules changes. Oh, they just put you an remember FA... Remember they didn't... They hardly... Oh, no, there were some, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, points changes, but yeah. it was just like a list of... Oh, updates. they just did a list of changes. They didn't do a full updated a, list. But that's the thing. It's, it's that could... easy, literally, that a lot of people can do. Yeah. They could have put the whole list out there if they wanted to. They could, could but then but again, they had this idea of like, oh, people are buying our rule set, and yeah. that's that's the value. Which there was definitely some value, especially mm -hmm. with, in my opinion, the what do you call it, the world and the the world building in yep. the book. Which um, I kind of feel like is sometimes more important than we give it credit for as 
uh, war gamers. Yep. Um, I did like okay, so the miniatures were number one, but I did go around looking at the story, and that and the fact that the story didn't immediately turn me off uh, definitely helped me like the game. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. That means I have low standards or high standards. Do you have standards? At least some standards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have standards, but I do play like some games that have terrible, mm-hmm. terrible parts of their story. Yeah. So I think if we want to talk game about name mm-hmm. is censored just to, for safety of those games. Yes. <laughs> no names. No names. Don't say it. No. Okay. I'm not gonna um, judge. So I think we might talk about like what going too far with going into the digital realm is. I think you should be able to bring it out of the digital realm. Like it shouldn't have to live fully in the digital realm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like if your phone doesn't work that day or you have no batteries, like oh, I can't even play this miniature game. It's literally like it's all physical items. You've built a physical table. You're rolling physical dice. Uh-huh. You have like all these models you painted. You're like oh, but the technology's not working today, so I can't play my mm, game. My internet that's, is down. I can't play. Exactly. I think that's going too far. That there needs to be yeah. some way, like either with Malfo where you can print your cards, War Machine where they now let you print your cards. Mm-hmm. Like we're t- we play a lot of Infinity. If you've ever listened before, then Infinity you can just print your army list, and it's a nice big, easy to read we're format. Gonna talk about Infinity. We're gonna save that for like doing it so well. Oh, we okay. Oh, I was I was getting to like where is too far, okay. so. Okay, back to what's too far. Like, are there anywhere... Like, cause, as you said before, War war Room used to live in the pure digital form. Mm-hmm. You couldn't really get it out of there. Yeah, but are they there, literally mm-hmm. had an alternative with the cards and everything, Yes, right? they did. So, like, I think War Machine... The problem with the digital one was it was such an inferior offering to the card system yeah. that so few people bought into it, right? And it was quite expensive, too. You had oh, to, and you had to pay for it. You had to pay for every single army you used, too. Yeah, and their app was use a lot of batteries for some reason yeah people would have to plug their phones in while they were playing the game otherwise it would be over <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, has there been any others you can think of that like they went too far into the digital uh there are some games what was there there's some like golem arcana game created by hairbrain studios okay. there's some things where like people are exploring uh people were exploring how digital you could get uh while still playing a like tabletop miniatures game so yeah. Golem Arcana was um, I think straddling that line I think it went too far um, it, it it was a game where you have miniatures but I think there was some sort of like some sort of pen device that allowed you to like move your guys around on a grid and kind of track oh. it on your okay. on on an app so that the app does all the calculations so, so people don't necessarily need to know mm-hmm. uh, the the modifier or something so else they, yeah. they don't have to make sh- they don't have to police themselves mm-hmm. right so like in a normal war game you have to know all of the rules so you don't get them wrong yeah. so that uh, the game works right whereas I believe Golden Mercant I've never played it right I only ever saw demos of it and stuff like that um, I believe the idea is that well the rules are done online so you don't have don't have to worry about getting the rules wrong because it all goes through the app but it was too much technology yeah. for the actual game. It took you out of the experience. Yeah, yeah. and it makes yeah. sense in some ways where it came from because the actual studio that did it mm-hmm. was not a miniatures game studio. Uh-huh. Interesting. It was a video game studio that liked miniatures because it was also the guy, I believe, that made Battletech. Okay. Who then went to have a long and illustrious career in video games Yep. and then wanted to have something... He said, oh, well, I, I've, I've loved miniature games all my life. He created one of the original uh, sci-fi, like modern... I don't know if it's modern anymore. He created one of the big hallmarks in wargaming history, right? Battletech. Okay. Uh, so he, he obviously had this love of miniature games. And so he tried to bring it back... Well, have something, a hybrid of his like old love, I guess, uh, which is miniature games, and then of his newer love, which is video games, and seeing if he could do a hybrid. Mm-hmm. And it did not work. Yeah, okay. Because I guess people, if you want to use that much technology, we're like, yeah, fuck it, we'll just, just play the game. All, just go all one way or go all the other way? Yeah. Because, uh-huh. yeah. So I think maybe the thing is that for prepping for the game, you want to be able to use the digital technology to make things much easier, but then when you show up, you don't want to have to rely on it. Like, yeah, that's true. Like the because prep- if you're st- mm-hmm. constantly staring at your screen, it's that, like we talked about before, it kind of lessens the... Um, allure of these miniature games right or tabletop games where you want to be mostly staring at the other person having that 
uh, human interaction, mm -hmm. right? That's the selling point of these types of games. Yep. Whereas if you're constantly looking at your phone or whatever, it takes away from that experience. That's you're why people engaged. are like so mm -hmm. upset these days when you go out to, to meet up with your friend once in like, I don't know, you finally are able to meet him once in a blue moon. You, you, you finally then, find a time that works for both of you. Uh -huh. Yeah, and they're constantly scrolling through Instagram while you're talking with them and you're like, come on. That's actually a really we, good analogy. We all scream yeah. Instagram, like we all scroll through Instagram or whatever. But could you take a break for like one hour, maybe, <laughs> while we finish check? our food? Yeah, uh -huh. that's actually a really good analogy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if many people have mentioned that, but yeah. Well, it's it's now just a thing. I think. Oh yeah, it's, it's become etiquette where like, if you're meeting someone, just, just put the phone down. Uh -huh. I understand when the food comes, you can take one picture, <laughs> yes. or Insta, and then you put it down. Notice I said Insta. I'm trying to be cool. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be hip with the kids. Yeah, not Facebook. Days. I'm totally not posting everything to Facebook. Yeah, I, I literally only use Facebook, and yes. I only know of Instagram because of friends. I don't like it, but yeah. other people use it, so maybe I'll do it. Yeah, we, we could talk about social media and which platform is best for mini gaming and some other, some other far off topic. Spoilers: It's Facebook. Okay, we haven't discussed it. You but disagree? No, oh. no, but but I want to leave like. Oh, okay. I so I, that was too many spoilers. Yeah, exactly. You spoiled everything. I might as well just told you what happens in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, basically. Spoilers. It's, it's Rise terrible. Skywalker <laughs> rises. That might not even be it. I haven't watched it. I don't know. We, Maybe we could Skywalker just make, doesn't rise. We could just like spoilers. Make, Skywalker doesn't rise. We could just make up a whole plot to it. And be like, <laughs> I think ours is better. We haven't even watched the original. Ninety percent. <laughs> I feel like it would just I, I, yeah, it's, it's the plot would be more consistent at least mm -hmm. because what's his name? Jar Jar Abrams. Yeah, Jar Jar Abrams is not good at consistency. No, he's mostly good at lens flare and mystery boxes. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Are we gonna? You want to lean into? You mystery know, we talked about. No, no. <laughs> Jar Jar Abrams. I know we talked about Haterade and I like I, I went through a whole bunch, but you know, here's your chance. Lay on some uh, some hate. Let the hate flow through you. I don't about know. Jar Jar Abrams. I, I kind of enjoy the Transformers, but you've just gotta shut your brain off and you just gotta watch things but You that that's not Jar Jar Abrams. Oh shit, well then that's that's, that's Explosion Man. I don't even remember his name. Oh, I should remember. Oh well. Yeah, I've I've literally purged his his name from my my memory because I feel like it's not important. Mm -hmm. Jar Jar Abrams is more important than yeah. He's ruined than when, that guy. he's ruined many more things. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, yes, you don't you don't have any extra hate for Jar Jar Abrams. Honestly, let it go. I would be if Jar Jar if not Jar Jar Abrams, but the literal Jar Jar showed up in the last movie. I'd be like, I as will, a Sith, I will fucking pay you the money. I do not oh care. God. I will show up on opening day. I'll be one of those oh, people. Oh, if they if if yeah. instead of uh in in the uh commercials they oh, show a laugh Palpatine of Palpatine. Back, instead shit, it that. was like a cloak and then you just hear it. Yeah! <laughs> like, <laughs> and you see the snow sticking out. You'd be like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm running up in the cold. Oh my god. It's minus fifteen. <laughs> it's minus fifteen, who gives a shit? <laughs> I would totally watch it does not matter what they oh do. Oh my it doesn't god, even Jar Jar, Jar, Jar Binks as the evil. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Yeah, he kills Palpatine. I would love it. Like, yeah. There's no Palpatine. It's mm. literally like, Misa using you all or, or he's Or he has a hologram that he looks like Palpatine. And when they show up. Oh, and then he just, but then when the voice happens, it's like his voice. Yes. Oh, so good. Yeah, they, they bring back the whole Wizard of Oz thing where they have like, the, where there's the giant Snokes. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, who's... So this is actually just like a Wizard of Oz scene, and this whole like Snoke's thing is like, no, there is no Snoke's. <laughs> it was just like a giant hologram to All make everybody time. super impressed. And it's actually and it's just Misa. Jar Jar. Misa, Misa behind the curtain. <laughs> Don't look, see? <laughs> yes. Okay, we just we just wrote a better movie right there. Oh my god, that sounds didn't like even, amazing. Didn't movie. even take a whole episode. <laughs> so in terms of writing better, like army wrists army list writing things uh -huh. with 40k now say you wrote that list on your phone mm -hmm. how do you actually now a few minutes yeah but now when you show up for your game what are you doing with that list are you just like scrolling through your phone and trying to memorize the whole thing or i do yeah i know that like a lot of these apps mm -hmm. have an ability to print on uh onto large sheets of paper yeah uh like we still haven't mentioned really infinity but mm -hmm. like 
they can print off sheets so that you can kind of track things more easily. And so you can show it to your opponent. But I don't have a printer because I live in the 21st century. I don't have a printer either, but I go to work and, you know. (laughs) That's fair. Actually, I, I, I could print it at work technically, but I don't know how to set that up and it hasn't I haven't been bothered to actually do it. And you're the so programmer. literally okay. well, we're all programmers at work. I was gonna say mm-hmm. like literally I have to ask one of my coworkers to help me print this thing for off, tech support. Because I do not know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what printer am I supposed to connect to? How am I supposed to do this? You print stuff off. Which, you print it. Which floor of the office is this going to appear I've on? I've just not, exactly uh-huh. and I was just like it's it it hasn't been worth it for me. Whereas I also have a printer at my parents' place. That's probably mm-hmm. why. Cause I guess my coworker does not. Um, okay. So she'll print off like tickets, right? Yeah. Uh, at work, whereas I'll just go and, and print it off at my parents' place. And I see them like once a week, so I just go and pick it up. Yes. But if I had to print off tickets, I would probably just use my phone because apparently I still live in the 21st century. and you, you can, can just still have, just show them your phone. You can show oh, them a PDF on your phone and it's fine. I, that still scares me. If like, oh, the phone doesn't work right now. Oh, it looks like I can't go to the concert. Maybe you shouldn't have a Microsoft phone and then you wouldn't feel so scared. That's never happened though. <laughs> it always keeps working. That's, that's fair. That's fair. It's, it's just, it's reliable. It just doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes it reliable. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess we, we've talked a lot about uh, all like too much. So we didn't even really say what... Oh, I mentioned the one called Narcan. Yeah, yeah, too far into the digital. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have any other things that are too much? No, because I just avoid those. <laughs> That's the thing. They're too much, so I yeah. don't use them. Yeah, so then let's talk about the thing that I, I think we've used the most mm-hmm. that I think is uh, an amazing app yep. for a, army building. The infrastructure past that is there's a little bit of work, but like... Let's talk about the Infinity app for Infinity the game. Yeah, because in Infinity, like every unit has quite a few profiles often. Mm-hmm. So choosing what profile you want, like let's say you're writing this down on paper, mm-hmm. and like every army is worth about 300 points. Mm-hmm. So okay, you get to 299 points. You're like, okay, what am I doing with this last point? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I need to increase this guy by one point. You're like, oh, but I really want to increase this other guy. So you have to like swap something in, swap something out. Uh-huh. Like their app works on like it's a web app it's good on like good on your browser so mm-hmm. it's it's very easy to swap things in and, and it's out. a mobile friendly app yes. the mobile friendly app is actually better than the uh desktop the browser? version yeah so like literally when i'm on a desktop mm-hmm. i will just use the uh mobile version of the app and it's even better on on uh it's on really easy a desktop to... because like the mobile version there's more you can see you have more screen of... real estate you can see every single panel so right? in their app they'll show you like if you go through different tabs of the app uh-huh. you can see the points you've added like all the guys uh-huh. that are included in the army uh-huh. then you can switch over to another tab and then see like all the weapons that are included in there and then there's hacking in the game which is like it's basically magic uh-huh. you can see all the magic hacking spells you can cast uh-huh. and, and then you have a list of the options is the other one for each individual unit for all, everything for your army list. Yeah. So the first one is is the things the options that you can add. Oh, and yes, yes, ones. obviously. And then you have the actual guys you've added with the stats and everything. Yes. And then it mm-hmm. also has a link for every single ability, not every single one, but most of the abilities that you can then go check their wiki, which is online, yep. so you can see the rules. Like it's it's all there. It's super easy. It's actually the mobile version of the app is is quite up to date in terms of modern. Uh, modern usability it has swipe mm-hmm. to change tabs so you right? can move so, things around between like between groups yeah there's also groupings mm-hmm. you can group things it's it's actually a very very good app honestly it's it's it, it, it's the best app for building uh, an army mm-hmm. that i've used so far it doesn't and it doesn't kill the battery on your phone at all either yeah it's just it's yeah. just a web page yep. right um, and it's like a web app um, so i, I it's, and they've fixed all these bugs. Like they, they've been up, up on fixing bugs and updating profiles. Like it's just, mm-hmm. I'm actually, honestly, I've been really, really impressed. Oh yes, yeah, it's a lot of fun to use. Just because it's so, it's so, so intuitive usable. to use, and it uses mm-hmm. like drag and drop, drag and swipe, which a lot of these apps are don't use because mm-hmm. it's a more modern kind of usability. 
right? Yep. But they're up to date. They they do those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only weakness I feel like is their login, which for some reason is really really slow and uh, a little bit um, like so you can. Here's so you want to, if you want to save like army lists, you can save mm-hmm. army lists, and you can also save it to uh, their their servers, yep. which is for their tournament tracking. And then you can save your army lists and push them to uh, games so that excuse me to the tournament organizer, so the tournament organizer can look at your list and make sure that it's and pre qualify it. If like if you have special it. rules going on for that tournament, they can see it yep. beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then it also sends that data to Corvus Belly so the Corvus Belly can track information uh, from like result tournament results so that they that can be information they use to help rebalance things if they see this unit is always taken or things like, like if, that. If they saw people weren't taking heavy infantry a lot because yep. it can be affected by more th- like by the magical hacking stuff, so yeah. it just was too expensive, even though it was durable. Mm-hmm. Like people thought, saw it as too big of a liability, and then they're yep. like, okay, we've got to drop the points on this, so people start taking it again. Yeah, and they they got the balance on it much better. Mm-hmm. They, so so yeah, so these are the kind of things that they they can do with this app that's fully integrated. And the only weakness is their login system is a bit weak, and their ITS infrastructure is a different website. Yeah, and it's it. The turn, yeah, trying bit, to get it between the army builder and the tournament builder yeah, there's, there's is often sort of diff- but like, difficult. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Because they've built such a good uh, mobile builder, yep. I have confidence that as they continue to work on it, they'll continue working on it and improve it enough that in the future, I feel like, that infrastructure will be there that you can easily track your tournaments and, and track your login and things like that. So yeah. I think it's actually really good for getting other people into the game too because mm-hmm. they don't have to go like dedicate to buying a $50 book to mm-hmm. see what the units for their army are. Oh, that's another big thing that we didn't even talk yeah. about. Free rules on the internet in a PDF form is huge for games. Yes. That's, that's probably the biggest thing. Like we we talking about army building tools, mm-hmm. but like that is the technology that is the biggest change in yeah. terms of rules. You don't have to worry about like the rules becoming broken cuz they'll they'll always be up to date. Mm-hmm. That you don't have to feel like, "Oh, I don't want to buy into the edition now cuz they're about to come with another edition in 3 months." So if I buy into the game now, this two hundred dollars I spend on books and like mm-hmm. expansions is all going to go in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Just like if a new player comes in, they're like, "Oh, but am I going to have to buy another book?" You're like, "No, you buy no books. Do you have don't to, don't buy books now. You can play you the rules. My army base nope. rule set. If you like the fluff, buy the book. If you like pretty pictures, buy the book. Mm-hmm. If but, you like the thing, but here's the thing: three months right now, don't buy it. Buy the new book. Buy the new rule book. If you like a, a hard rule book, yep. wait three three or four months. But start the game now and just use the free PDF for now mm-hmm. and then in four months you can buy the new hardcover fancy rule book that they're going to release yeah. and if buying your if building the army like in the app is actually just like fun because mm-hmm. it's easy to do yeah and you're like oh I came up with this cool idea can I just do this right now like yeah just a couple clicks and mm-hmm. you can show your friends what you built like oh man that's cool or you should tweak it this way oh that's another like, thing it's so much... we do every single time we go after infinity yep. we'll like off... not not every single time but often we'll Someone will be will work on a list. They'll just take up their phone and they'll modify mm-hmm. things and say, "Hey, look at this!" And they just literally pass the the list. Do you think this is any good? And you're like, "Oh, like the guys are pretty good." But you got to switch them around. Yeah. So these guys are together with these guys. And yep. they're like, "Oh yeah, it's even more." Yeah. More. And the thing is, mm-hmm. unlike back in the day when we wrote everything out, you don't have to worry about reading someone's ugly handwriting. Which, let's be real, like both of us are terrible at writing. Our yep. Writing is so ugly. Uh-huh. And if you're in a dark bar too, you're like. You can't even. And <laughs> they're backlit. Yeah, phones are backlit. It's yeah. fine. You don't need to carry a pencil. <laughs> yeah, it's more fun sharing things with people, and you can share like you can share the list online with people. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which brings us back to our future topic of where the best place to share things is. But you can totally okay. share the army online. It's like I don't know if I want to buy these guys. Mm-hmm. I'll just like build the thing in the army builder and then yeah, send it to post people. The link. Yeah. And then like everybody has opinions on what good armies are, so you can totally just get feedback quickly yeah. that way. Anyways, it's a really <laughs> good system. Like that. You can get like all sorts uh, of feedback. You good could. feedback, a lot of bad feedback, uh-huh. a lot of dismissive feedback, feedback that makes you cry a little bit inside. You like, know, all the different types. Like, I know the coolest unit in this army sucks, but <laughs> that's the point of this army. They're like, oh, so you're just going to build a sucky army. It's like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think we went through uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we talked about. Uh, cards right which mm-hmm. i still think are, are useful for all sorts yeah of different I, I don't think games. they're outdated like even in the era 
mm-hmm. of oh we never went to the fact the part about infinity is you print the whole thing out too yep that's so right. that you don't have to keep running the batteries on your phone so you can show yep. it to your opponent if you create your list beforehand yep so you don't have to go between each unit to see its profile because it's yep. all literally on the front and back of one sheet of paper but again I never print anything so I just don't do that you're talking about the convenience of not having the printer yes yep. Though my printer's right next to me at work so that's fair. it's cool yeah yeah so but yeah, we talk about cards, printing things out. Uh, so that mix of technology, the, the, the amazing technology of getting free rolls on the internet that are fully updated in PDF form, yep. and that not being a huge burden on the... Uh, barrier the to entry, basically. Barrier yeah. to entry, and I guess we, the also just printing out a book is a huge risk for the uh, creator of the game. Yep. Whereas it's a PDF, doesn't cost any money nope. so they can they don't have to worry about retailers have, not exactly. wanting to stock it they're just like whoever wants yeah. this just comes to our website yep. or comes to Amazon they buy it mm-hmm. and they got it yep. but then at least the, like, the retailers can sell the miniatures yep mm-hmm. uh, and then we talked about uh, some bad some going too far yep we talked about like growing pains yeah. of cards mm-hmm. yeah army builders yep uh, and the best one that we've played so far uh, we've used so far Infinity, um, yeah. So, anything else? No, I'm sure it'll keep like it'll keep developing. But yeah, totally. I think the space has like found sort of some of the optimal balances at this yeah, point. I think but I, not everybody, not every game's adopted sort of the most ideal that's way true. of dealing with it. I feel it. like having an app to mm-hmm. help you build a, the army, and yeah. at least even if you have to pay for the rules, at least have them accessible as PDF because yeah. everyone brings around. Uh, yeah. A smartphone now. Yeah, so you so can build your army. You don't know the rules with unless you buy the rule book, but you know you can at least build your armies. Well, if you have a PDF, mm-hmm. yeah, you can build your army exactly, and then it, maybe you want to sell the PDF. But if you if you've bought the PDF, then you can still put that on your phone, right, and run around with it. So that technology is great. Yeah, so well, I guess there could be a space where you have to like you have to buy the rules. Yeah, like but then they keep only a if you are only selling the rules, right? Yep. Like we play Frostgrave. Mm-hmm. He'll uh, Joe. Uh, McCullough only makes money off of us buying his rules. Yep. But we do buy his rules, and literally, I have most of them on my phone. Even though I bring the books around as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it'd be sort of interesting, like for the future, maybe it'll be more like a subscription model where they'll keep updating the rules. Maybe they'll keep updating the missions, and you join mm-hmm. like because like Netflix has turned like TV into a subscription. That's true. Model. And there's also mm-hmm. the Patreon thing where you pay yes. people to continually create content, right? Yeah. Because and if you have a guy that's creating your favorite rule set for games, like just I like your for favorite us, YouTube Frostgrave channel. is one of our favorite games. Yep. Um, I would totally pay. A you would totally subscribe. I would like, totally. It's like, oh, you're keeping the rules updated, yeah. and you're putting out new missions. I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll join your Patreon if you keep like sending me these things. So I think that might be a direction things go. Yeah. In the future. All right. Uh, so anything else you want to say? No, I think we we covered All a lot right. there. So if you have any uh, ideas about how technology might change the um, miniature gaming space in the future, mm-hmm. or maybe some army builder tools that you think uh, deserve a shout-out, uh, yeah, come tell us. Yeah, let us know where you think it's going to. All right, uh, this has been Alan. Yeah, it's been Brandon. All right, one more thing. So if you enjoyed that podcast and want to listen to more, you can find them over at DiceOverEverything.com or uh, on your favorite podcast app. And if you want to leave a comment, message, or ideas for like more podcasts from yeah, us, or just get in touch with us at Facebook and look for Dice Over Everything there. All right. Bye. Bye.